Welcome to the Schmuck and Schmuck Show. Hey, my name is Mark, and the other schmuck here is... Edward! Welcome, folks. Welcome to the uh, Schmuck and Schmuck Show. My name is Mark, and the other schmuck on the other end is... Edwardo. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Uh, to our uh, Muslim friends, happy Ramadan. Uh, hopefully your fasting is good. Then you get to eat at night and eat early, early in the morning and you, and you pray all day. Yes, many mats. Many the mat the mat stores are selling mats like crazy. Rugs actually. Rugs, mats. Rugs, rugs. They'll, they'll even take one of those little rugs that are wrapped around a toilet bowl if if they're in need of one. Just pray is what, what, Just, what they have what, to have something between God them. or Allah or whatever yes, name you want to right. And I, you, you know, I would think on a regular basis. <clears throat> I would think that'd be a very good exercise for the back to go up and down, up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, yes, there's get their uh, exercise. It's not too yeah. bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I might try some of that. Blasphemy, uh, blasphemy. blasphemy. If I was in Saudi Arabia, I'd be beheaded. There yeah, you go. You anyway. Of course you would. And then if you were, <laughs> well, I don't know, if you were in Russia, uh, <laughs> you would probably, it depends on which uh, uh, voice you wanted to show. Yeah. Uh, you could be, you know, Torpedo. part of the media. Oh, you could, yeah. you could spew that everything is staged, yeah. uh, or uh, yeah. you know, be on the other side. Go, oh God, it's time to run away. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Ukraine. So, I mean, um, this whole thing. I, I saw the live UN Security Council. Do you see that? It was a couple of days ago. I saw maybe the highlights of it, but yeah, he yeah, was, I he saw was, the whole thing. He was, he was he was upset that the the UN can't really do much. Yeah, and he asked to have Russia suspended from the UN Security Council. Yeah, that was his thing. So, so I read a little bit of process because I don't really know too much UN law or how they operate, but for one thing, if they directly went to the UN Security Council to suspend the membership of Russia, China's going to veto that. And not yeah. only that, Russia's going to veto it. Okay? So what it's they do... India might be in there too, right? Yeah. So there is a clause, it's called Article 5, and there's a clause in there that says that if it goes to the United Nations General Assembly through a procedural vote, they could actually suspend them that way. Now, huh. the problem with that is all the member states, which is what, like 150, 180, I don't know what they are. Yeah, you know, they have to get, get some folks together, get yourself a country, join the UN, right? There you go. Pay it's the dues. Like pay the dues. Pay your membership dues <laughs> and you're in. So, uh, well, some, you know, sometimes you don't even have to pay the dues, right? Well, yeah, sometimes they don't. That's right. Yeah. And usually the uh, USA, unfortunately, all the time picks up the tab. Picks up the bill, yeah. That's right. So anyway, uh, but the, 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 the crux of it, in order for the UN's uh, General Assembly to, to make that procedural maneuver, they have to get two thirds of all the member states to vote yes on it. Now, if they can pull that off, 
then it actually like sort of oversteps what the UN Security Council, because where it's coming from is mainly, and this is why Zelensky did what he did in these graphic images, is if a, uh, a member state, especially on the UN Security Council, is committing humanitarian, creating a humanitarian, humanitarian crisis in humane conditions, you know, right. Just killing wanton, how do you say, wantonly? You know, just recklessly. Yeah, recklessly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then that's when that that procedure under Article 5 kicks in. Especially well, if the members of the U.S. Well, I'd be interested to see if they have the vote. So that's the thing. If they get yeah, the two-thirds, they, the they can history. override... That would, well, of course, this and is history, history making every day. Well, it's been that used, would be interesting to do, but I still don't think that... Even it's been used kick, twice. Even if they did twice. kick Russia out of the security council. Not kick them, but suspend them so they can't have any say. The thing with that is then the UN, then Russia is not protected. You understand? Then those other member states can probably go in there and, and take out Russia. There'll actually be a war. That's what they're getting at. Isn't there already a war? That's what I've been watching on TV. Is well, I mean, the, the, I Western, mean you know, uh, the Western states are, will go to war with Russia. Well, we because are they are. We've already, the U.S. Well, has already for, forked out, like, uh, I think it's $2 billion worth yeah. of aid. No, I understand that. But it literally have combat troops on the ground in Ukraine fighting against Russia. I think that's what Biden's trying to aim for. But oh. Two-thirds member states, I mean, that's a lot. So I, I think there's like 180 or something like that. So they'd have to get, what's that, uh, 120 of them to say yes, I, vote for I it. I think, uh, you know, yeah, there could be a vote and they, they would kick that out. But I still wouldn't see where that would. He's going to still continue light, with the war. Green light for the NATO countries to put their troops in. Well, they would have, you know, they would have sort of permission to do that. so. I don't, I don't know if they I will. I think that's like, you know, uh, Johnny was bad at school. Johnny, here's your note you need to take home to your mom. <laughs> Make sure it gets there. Yeah. And if you would, please have your mom sign it and bring it back. <laughs> yeah, really. So it's like a reprimand is what it yeah, is. We're yeah, gonna, we're yeah. going to. Panel, another mean, penalty, uh, you know, that's all it is. Yeah, you know, the reality of it is, is that, and we've seen this recently in history, any country that tries to basically take over another country, uh, it's a hard thing to, to do. Yeah. And, no, uh, no. Eventually what happens is they get pissed off at you and they guerrilla warfare yeah sure and you get out even though you might have been doing great things you know you might have been you know, providing rights for you know muslim women in afghanistan and, and uh, all that yeah if they want you out you know, you know also you know, the, if, if the if the majority wants yeah. you out then sure, there's that. Sure. so what yeah, i see happening rule. is mob rule there's going to probably i'm going to I'm going to guess that this, well, it's already been going on, really, this war for for uh, 
a month, a little over. No, a month. actually, we really should say eight years. Well, yeah, I mean, 2014. Yeah, that's when yeah. that's when they, made in, yeah, they, the, they did Crimea protest. And that's when yeah. they, you know, according to my things, that's when they infiltrated, yeah. and that's when they started. You know, I did not know that Ukraine is so full of Nazis. <laughs> that every that that that's what they're, they're yeah, doing. I, I, yeah, I know. I, I don't really quite get that, but whatever. Yeah, I mean um, neo Nazis. I mean, I, uh, I think I watched. I think it was on Netflix. It was like uh, something hunters. It had Al Pacino in it, and <laughs> they were hunting Nazis and stuff. And it was based like in the eighties type type period, like Deer Hunter. No, not that one. I don't know about Deer Hunter. It was, it was, it was a it was. They they were acting like superheroes, Jewish superheroes. How about oh, that? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jewish but, superheroes. Um, That'd be interesting. With the nice store, David. That's the emblem yeah, on the go, on the yeah. on the cape. And um, <laughs> so you know, it, it's going to be this thing where um, there's going to be massive amounts of Russian casualties. Massive amounts of probably Ukrainian customers yeah. and, and and massive amounts of just civilians that are dying. Yeah, that, and and, and mm. we're seeing the it is war. You know, and then of you course know. the uh, uh, what are they calling uh, Putin the uh, the butcher of Buchu, Bucha? Oh the yeah, the, yeah the Bucha. Uh, yeah, B U. Yeah, that's been H A. Yeah. We've seen a lot of that coverage there, and, and of course, you know what. I believe that what the Russian folks have been are telling their people the is stage. that this is all staged. Well, and, which could be, you know, propaganda is propaganda. I yeah, mean, and Russia has their own propaganda, you know. There, yeah. There's video yeah. pictures and there's satellite pictures that confirm yeah. it. Yeah. And there's, you know, thousands of journalists all over the world that are now yeah. in Ukraine. <laughs> well, I, I guess the Russia's propaganda would be that they don't want to lose the sympathy of their own people. Right. To the war. You understand? Yeah. So, and so, so that's so their that, angle anyway. Oh. You know, if we're looking back at Russian history, oh, yeah. hasn't it been their people oh, yeah. that have definitely out? Russian propaganda? I hasn't mean, it been yeah, I agree there. There are yeah, people sure. that have, have rised up and sure, forced sure. change. Lenin, all those characters. Yeah. Well, and, and that's going to happen with, with Mr. Putin. Maybe and, eventually. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Well, it's going to. I mean, I like Putin. I like him, but uh, yeah. No, I'm this sure. is over. To are me, this. Him, are you going to invite him over for Passover service? <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, yes. You're going to break matzah. Going to break matzah. I'll put some nice chopped liver for him. Well, you'd probably have to break out some caviar, or, or you'd probably have to like get import you some some vodka, right? Yeah, yeah, or just some, some chop. Oh, well, you can get some chopped human liver for him. Chopped human liver. <laughs> hey, this is a, hey, this is Ukrainian baby. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Little intestines wrapped around the chopped liver. Anyway, uh, yeah, a little Ukrainian baby action. You know the other thing I was reading, and you find it on the um, Russian news agency T. ASS. There's yeah. an article that says that Zelensky actually, uh, with his, they call it the entre, how you say that, entourage, 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 yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. His, his 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 posse, his posse, right? 
they are actually no longer in Kiev. They're actually in this place called Lviv or Lvov. Oh, okay. L- Lviv? L- Lviv? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, there they, now. They, they have which, lots of uh, uh, which broadcasting you, comes from there. Which if you look at the map, they're Almost getting... Exactly. It's getting closer to... He's ready to make... I'm, I'm telling you, eventually... Zelensky is going to cross that border and go into exile. I don't think so. You don't think, I think, you don't, the, actually you don't think, think that's uh, what he's doing? Well, I think that uh, the Russians are retreating. Yeah, they're retreating from in certain know. areas, but yeah. that's to and, and as regroup retreat, themselves. They're getting orders. You need to kill, 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 kill. Yeah, but they're regrouping. You don't think they're regrouping and uh, sort of reorganizing? Well, and, I mean, they're they're, it's coming across as that they're that they're kind of clueless, and then the only good thing military wise that they can do is they can um, uh, missile, you know, the missile bombardment and the blowing up of hospitals and blowing up yeah. of that. They're yeah. doing that really well. I give yeah. you know uh, Russia, you get an A for blowing up. Uh, apartment buildings and hospitals. Yeah, they just uh, children. They just bombed a uh, kid's ambulance. Yeah, I saw the know. picture of that. Yeah, pretty well. You know, you, you, I don't know what that a, exactly proves. You get but an F apparently for did that. <laughs> humanity and playing by the rules of war. I was listening to these these guys talk. I don't. Uh, that. that was that's kind of interesting. The the um, Geneva Convention. Yeah. And, well, you know, I mean, he signed off on. I mean, Russia—not him, but Russia or USSR—had signed off on all those uh, Geneva conventions. But personally, as I have been saying, I don't get the idea of rules and war. I, I don't right, get that, right. you know. But but that what am I and who am I? And I have no connections. And so, no one's listening to me. But of course, you know, these guys are talking about these rules of war, and that okay. Since they're breaking these rules of war, that makes them now war criminals. Yeah. And so, you know, if they ever get out of Russia, uh, Putin and his posse could be indicted. But, you know, I have an interesting idea I came up with. It sort of grew out of a YouTube live show last night with Bruce. And that is when USA, I mean, I understand why they did it, but still, USA dropped the two bombs on Japan. Yeah. All this, now, I know the Geneva Conventions came after World War II, yeah. okay? But there were also uh, first the first International Hague Conventions that set rules in place that USA signed off on. Yeah, this is about, about, the, about like 1895 or so in, the, in there. And there's other treaties that have rules to them. But when the USA dropped the two bombs on Japan and vaporized everyone in the close proximity, all of a sudden the USA were not war criminals. I, I have a issue with that. Now, there, in Vietnam, there were atrocities um, committed that broke rules, so to speak. Uh, and USA, there are even generals that were actually held accountable as war criminals for that. So, in a way, at least they 
they try those particular even generals and soldiers, and they actually found them guilty, and they went to prison for many years. But still, it's the idea that they drop two bombs <laughs> on a civilian, pretty much a civilian yeah. population, and yet you don't never hear that in the news media. It's a point. You understand? No one makes a point of that. You know? Yeah. Well, and you know, there's probably the the world of uh, you know, in Japan. I'm assuming they have like the remembrance of yeah, that, yeah, sure, that thing, sure. And you know, they they show the pictures, and of course, you know, it's. It, it's the role of photography journalism mm. that a lot of times changes our perspective on how, sure, we, sure. how we look at that. How they angle it. Yeah. yeah. No, sure. But anyway, um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, war shouldn't have any rules. But like I said, who am I? I I'm not going to change things. I like the war with cards myself. <laughs> you know, little slap action or whatever. I'd just I mean, like to read the book called War and Peace is enough for me. Oh, right? God. I, it's too big. I've read that once. Oh, I, I have it. Once? I, I still have it. Yeah, God, once. I got it through it. Time. This is back in the <laughs> back in the 80s I read, read it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, my mother had wanted – my mother wanted to, me to read two things. And she had all these volumes of Victor Hugo – uh, Les Miserables, I think it's called. Okay, Les I had to read that. These were like required reading. I had to do for my mom. <laughs> okay, not school. Yeah. Not, that. not school or anything, mom. just for, for mom. Okay. It's required. And the other thing was War and Peace. Wow. Yeah, really? and I got through it. And, yeah. you know, I mean, she wasn't like a test or anything, but uh, she, well, she she believed that I could you, really understand. That you had for the book Warm Peace and Less Ms. Wrong? I, would you mm, recommend it to uh, our, our listening public? Yeah, I would. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's so the way Victor Hugo and Tolstoy, how they, you know, it's like a painting. If you, if you, when you read their words, it's so graphic. Everything, even to this day, I have the visuals. It's so huh. visual. Like I remember, there's one piece in, in War War uh, War and Peace. Uh, there's a piece, you know. There's a like a section, like a few. Pa- he's doing it in several pages, but there's just like one paragraph where he's actually describing there's a horse in battle, okay. and the horse. Movie of that. Anyway, the horse literally when when the soldier got shot, the horse came down fell into the ground, okay? But he described he, the, he described the muscles in the horse's leg, how it actually moved as it went to the ground. It, it just incre- just I, to this day, it's a state, yeah. be, uh, oh, just incredible, the okay. detail. I mean, you could see the hair, you could see the muscle, you could see the movement. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, and my mother thought that, you want to learn about life? Read these two, these two authors, and you'll see life in every which way. Yeah, right. and it's true. It was I'm, a great, I'm, I'm great a visual TV experience. Guy, you know, yeah, of course. You, you know, know I did it for mom. I, I, I would have never read that shit. <laughs> 